entertainment, arts, and interviews. The Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Well, when you hear stories about someone dying, being pronounced dead by a doctor, and then waking up to go on with their life, what do you think? Do you see it as proof of a higher power or a miracle, or are you skeptical? If you're like our next guest, actress Rachel Hendricks, you star in a movie about the event and let the audience decide. The movie, The Perfect Wave, which hit the theaters in July, you can now get your hands on in the stores September 19th. Rachel joins us now to tell you what led her to this movie and her acting career. Rachel Hendricks with the movie Perfect Wave, joining our show today. Welcome to the show, Rachel. Hello, thanks for having me. Great little song. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Great having you with us. Yes, okay, now first just give us a synopsis of the movie The Perfect Wave. So, The Perfect Wave follows the life of Ian McCormick. It's a traveling story about a young man who, at 23 years old, sets off to surf basically across the whole world in this perfect summer mentality yeah. to find the best waves and really just pursue everything he could possibly think of that would be good and beautiful. And he falls in love and unfortunately goes through an experience where he gets stung by five box jellyfish mm. and is losing his life and he has an encounter with God. Okay. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. Okay, now you play Annabelle, and you're the love interest. So, right. first of all, how did you land the role? Bruce McDonald is a filmmaker, okay, and he was familiar with my work in October Baby, which was my first feature, came out in 2012, and he really felt like reaching out to me to play Annabelle. So, through a series of Skype interviews, I was cast in the film. Okay, how did you prepare for the role? Oh, that's an interesting question. It's very different than the role I played in October Baby, and I just thought I'd, I'd be very good at this character simply because I feel like I identify with her a lot, okay. and I didn't need to really prepare or go there. I, I'm more of an organic, fly-by-the-seat-of-what's-happening actor. So what about you and her come together? Well, I think I know that I, I'm definitely leaning more towards on the side of a, of a sojourner, of a, a wayfarer, somebody who's okay. kind of moving from one extreme to the other. I've had to calm down a lot because I, I just love nature and I love being out in the beauty. I love being alone. I love just losing myself in creation. Okay. And, but mm -hmm. I've never been one for the desk job, let's okay. just say. So I really feel like I identify with her effervescence and her ability to kind of get at the attention and the affection from somebody and, like, get what you want. Gotcha. You know, much more of my old self than myself now. Okay. So it was kind of pulling from those experiences. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then where did you shoot? We shot in Cape Town, South Africa. We shot in Jeffreys Bay, South Africa. We shot in Muscle Bay, Vic Bay, every bay you can possibly <laughs> think of in South Africa. And then we shot in Uluwatu, Bali, which oh, is nice. the province of Bali in Indonesia. So you shot in some beautiful locales. And you're also a photographer. Oh, yeah. So that uh -huh. had to be a dream come true for, for you and your camera. <laughs> I did. I took it with me everywhere. Your photography is also part of your art, too. I mean, that's important to your creative expression. Mm -hmm, very much. I can't really go on set and be on set without bringing my camera with me unless I'm just purposely choosing to focus on my work. It's very distracting. Do you have an Instagram account? I do. 
where people can see your photography? Yep, and it's open to the public. It's Rachel Dricks. Okay, yeah. Rachel Leave Dricks. Leave off the H-E-N. Okay. Uh-huh. Rachel so it's Dricks. Rachel Dricks. If you're just joining us, you're listening to The Mulberry Lane Show right now. We're talking with actor Rachel Hendricks. She's starring in the movie The Perfect Wave that hits stores September 19th. She's talking about the filming of the movie and her career. Did you grow up around the water? Were you comfortable near the water? Did you have to learn to surf? What was that like? I grew up near the water. I grew up 70 miles north of the Florida Panhandle. So I was very familiar with the ocean. I am such a water baby. So you didn't have any fears to overcome then? You know, and people ask me about the sharks. They said, you know, where's the sharks? The shading great white. And I knew that they were there, and I knew that they were swimming, you know, the South African coast, especially where I was learning how to surf, is one of the most populated regions in the world. And I just didn't feel afraid. I thought, you know what? If I'm going to get hired in for a movie and fly down, they're going to spend all this energy and resources getting me here to tell this incredible story and I get killed by a great white shark <laughs> that I'm really like this is really confusing <laughs> because I really feel like my destiny and my legacy are, are going to go beyond that so I just wasn't afraid you weren't afraid to be honest oh that's mm-hmm. good now you play opposite Scott Eastwood Clint's son so yeah. what was that like well that was fun certainly he's a dead ringer for his dad okay I had to really kind of be like double take, like, golly, you sure do look like, you know, I'm, I'm Googling, yeah. Googling old pictures of Clint Eastwood when he was in his 20s. But Scott's great. He's doing his own thing. He's making his own way. Mm-hmm. He's an art, you know, he's an artist. He's a very magnetic person on camera and off. And he's, oh. he's just a great guy. I think he'll do well. And I think he carries this role better than anybody. I just think that it was absolutely meant to be that he played, uh-huh. that he played Ian. Oh, that's neat. And then Cheryl Ladd plays his mom. What was it like working with Cheryl? Cheryl was great. You know, she's definitely been in a lot of things, and she knows this industry well. But aside from that, meeting her and having her around, I don't know, there's just this presence of peace that she carried with her. That's interesting. Oh, man. It's so funny. I didn't know what to expect. I never do. I never really have expectations. Uh-huh. And she was just of love and peace and she wanted to take care of everybody so we went out once on a girls night it was like six of the cast there's a few of the cast members and some of the producers and we all just talked and shared and she just loved us and listened and participated and I just couldn't get over it as someone of her caliber you could see that she might be a diva and she's not. I mean, uh-huh. of course, you know, in that generation, it's very different in terms of, like, how long you spend getting ready yeah. and what, you know, what your regimen is. It's very different, I think, than our generations now. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting used to that and seeing what she does to prepare and what she does to take care of her skin and uh-huh. what she does with her hair. We just watched her. And uh-huh. it's just like, this woman, you know, this woman knows what she's doing. I, I could stand to learn a lot from her. Uh-huh. That's really cool. Now talk about your personal journey as an actress. Did you grow up wanting to do this or did you fall into it? How did it all come about for you? You know, I can't honestly say I grew up wanting to be an actor, but I can't say I didn't grow up wanting to be an actor because I always identified very much with film and performances. They take me in so deeply, um, I have a hard time removing myself from stories. stories. Did, did that happen with you with books too, or was it more? Absolutely. Film? Okay. Even more with books. Okay. I think. 
Okay. So I think there are people that exist that are hypersensitive. There are whole studies about what a highly sensitive person, how they filter things and like what their life looks like and what their encounters with everyday things look like versus normal experiences or the average experience. Okay. And I'm sure there are different categories. I think I fall along the lines of a highly sensitive person who identifies too deeply with things that I can't separate myself and I have to be careful. So being an actor allows you to use that to your advantage. All right. Do you think a lot um, of actors have that? I, I do. Uh-huh. I do. Because encountering them, now, and a lot of them don't. And I also think that having a director who's this way can help usher you into a place where your performance is as authentic as possible. Because not only are you portraying a character, you're carrying a lot of their weight. You uh-huh. are pretending inherently to be them, and mm-hmm. you have to be careful about separating your role from your individual person. Because then so, their problems can become your problems to a deeper yes, degree. Yes, and yeah. it happens so often. It's just important that we are aware and that we protect ourselves, being willing to sacrifice. You're sacrificing yourself in terms of your being more vulnerable than you would normally allow in order to be able to perform at your best. We'll have more with actor Rachel Hendricks right after this, where she talks about the faith-based film industry. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Mulberry Lane Show.